guys, what's up? Welcome to the Reborn Podcast with Ashley Horner, and I have my guest, Miss Brittany, here with us today. Hey. And we're going to be um, trying, this is a local whiskey to the state of Virginia. Um, this is a bourbon whiskey, and it is called Reservoir. So it, we've, I don't know, we started this almost like our pretty pretty close to like when we started doing podcasts we're like oh yeah we're just gonna take it i mean why not we're at american brew nice we're well. at a whiskey bar there's lots of great food that lots we can of whiskey smell. options there's <laughs> lots of whiskey options and i mean when you own a whiskey bar i think it's important to try all the whiskeys because you have to know i know ne- i wouldn't necessarily recommend shooting them <laughs> whiskeys are typically meant to be enjoyed so there's really no reason why Brittany and I are doing this, but we've just started it, so we're just going to keep on. Why not? And what is this What is this one a cheers to? A toast uh, to what? I don't know. Um, driving over 20 hours in a two-day period. I really feel like whenever we set that long that my butt <gasps> legitimately gets flatter. Right? I came back <laughs> after being in the car that long thinking that I needed to do a lot of glute exercises because I was like, I don't know. It feels like it's gotten flatter. It feels like it got flatter. So here's to um, (laughs) nice round Round booties, (laughs) sweet cakes all day. Cheers. Mm. So, and this one is the Reservoir. Oh, I like that. It's a local bourbon whiskey. That's really good. This is kind of cool. Virginia actually has a lot of Whiskey's What's that like? here. I'm not, my, my palate is not well versed, but there was like a really nice after. Kind of caramely. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Yeah, good. it's really good. Something that's crazy about owning, well, originally I just wanted a coffee whiskey bar. Mm. And when I first opened American Brew, I only had local whiskeys only, which was a total of like five whiskeys maybe Mm. seven and then we had bullet yeah and it's crazy now and if you guys could see downstairs we have like five shelves of whiskey (laughs) from all over yeah and i'm constantly getting recommendations on new whiskeys new bourbons scotches in fact we tried a new one recently la floig from islay of scotland it was really good i don't know if Brittany was a fan but it tasted like Campfire. Well, there were there were two there were two versions. There was the one that you had, and the one that Andrew had, and I tried the one that you had, and it literally tasted like drinking a campfire. I loved it, and to me, it was a bit strong on the campfire taste. Yeah. Was not very. It wasn't my cup of. Well, you're more of a whiskey. you're more of a beginner whiskey. I mean, probably. You can, I mean, yeah. I, I'll drink it. I'll yeah. drink whatever you give me. But as far as like what I like, was, I feel like I'm pretty basic. It was a. It was definitely a strong scotch. It was. It was up. unique. It, it was. was very unique. Yeah. Yeah. So having American Brew, I started out with um, just having a couple whiskeys, hmm. and at the time, I didn't even have a kitchen. And so my kitchen was basically behind the bar at the original American Brew. And it kind of has transformed. And now we're serving uh, dinner. We just yes. started serving dinner so good. here at American Brew. 
And it kind of like leads into what we really want to talk about today. And it's about food. I think when I have a restaurant, I have to try the food. I love the food here. The food is actually, I'm, I'm biased as possible. <laughs> it's really good food. Well, I mean, if y'all can hear it, it is busy. It is busy downstairs. here. Yeah, it is yeah. busy. Um, so we have everything. We have like um, all of our pastries are baked fresh here at American mm. Brew. Uh, it's kind of cool, though, I would say, owning a restaurant and being in the kitchen because I can see exactly what goes into our food. Absolutely. And I think it's important. Like, in fact, whenever I purchased this building, there was a big fryer in the back. And I opted to take the fryer out. I didn't want, I didn't want to do a fryer. So now all we have is a, a grill. And we bake our stuff. And so everything is actually, like, relatively healthy. Um, I have to be, I like to call myself a professional taste tester. In fact, sometimes. It's not a bad job to have. I'm just saying. Sometimes I have to break my fast. <laughs> That's why I say whenever I'm like loose on my fast, like if, if I can a good day, I fast till 3 p.m. Okay. However. Well, so with that, what is your favorite thing here at American Brew? Oh, man. I know that's going to be hard. Yeah. But like, so, what's your go-to? This is kind of my personality. Like, I, there's something that I'll just kind of crave. And I, I don't know if I like to say that I, like, obsess over it. But I'll have it every All the day time. for, like, a week straight <laughs> until I get, just get so tired of it. And then I'll switch to something else. But right now, I mean, the avocado toast is yeah. amazing. We have our rosemary bread, like on our, our wheat bread, toasted on the grill with, like, lots of avocado. We make our basil oily, fresh mm. here. That's, like, a favorite. And then you can put egg on the top, make it, like, a little runny, and, like, eat it with the avocado toast. It's so good. And then, but I'm really into the Power Bowls right now. Hmm. Because so what's in a Power Bowl? It's um, all the veggies. Okay. So spinach, roasted red peppers, onions, banana peppers, and then you can choose a protein. You can do egg, or you can do chicken, or bacon, or sausage, and then you can choose your salsa or like whatever like sauce you want. So you can choose from salsa. I actually put hummus on mine, and that's oh, one that of the options. Good. It's really good, and we make our hummus from scratch too. Delicious. See, this is why. It's, it's 10, 10 on a, I'm already like wanting to break my fast. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the whiskey already like broke it. Probably. Yeah. Well, so, you know, so like, what is it like between owning a restaurant, being an athlete and everything like that? What are some of the like basic nutrition principles that you think people should know? Cause a lot of people go from eating again, really unhealthy, you know, to wanting to start in the journey. And I think that there's this confusion as to what is considered healthy mm -hmm. at the beginning of their journeys. Like what, what is your definition of that? Like what are some guidelines that you think people should follow when they're transitioning from maybe eating really unhealthy to starting a healthier lifestyle? Well, I think that what I see is that we overcomplicate the fuck out of nutrition. I agree. To the point where there'll be like a weekend and then it just becomes so stressful. Yes. It becomes so stressful. I think first and foremost, it's important to have 
a really good relationship with food. Secondly, if you can make it as simple as possible by saying you are going to eat things that are from the earth, that's easy. Okay, so if you think I'm, I'm going to go grocery shopping, these are my guidelines. I'm going to shop for purchase and put in my refrigerator anything that is from the earth. What is that? We have tons of vegetables. Mm -hmm. You could do cheeses. You could do meats. That's your proteins. Like, I think that the biggest thing that I see when it comes to people who are wanting to adhere to this healthier lifestyle, that it just, there's so much information out there. And I really stress that one, you can't think that, okay, just because we're talking about intermittent fasting, just because I'm doing intermittent fasting, it doesn't mean Brittany should do intermittent fasting. Yeah, it's not a one I mean, size on, fits all. She's on the granola bar diet. Because when, we drove, when we drove to Boston, she was like, I had two granola bars. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to hit the road. And then I walked into her house like to pick her up. She's like, actually, you want a granola bar? I'm like, nah, girl, I'm good. I'm going to fast <laughs> until we hit the first gas station. I'm going to get, oh, I ate a pickle. <laughs> I did. I ate a pickle. You're like, house. I have a pickle. Yeah. And so I think that it's important that like just because one lifestyle is like, it's, you know, it might be what Brittany does or it might be what I do or, you know. It doesn't mean that it's good for you. And then, and I know, and Brittany actually does, she's my nutrition coach, like mm -hmm. for Ashley Horner Co. Like, you know, she has lots of clients that she helps do their macros and everything. And I think like relationship is huge. Understanding what is in the food yes. is huge. I mean, there was a time and we can talk about like, I mean, whenever I was competing and, like, compared to being an athlete and how, like, yes. my, my nutrition has changed, which has been huge. But in the middle, like, whenever I was competing, I would go around in the grocery store. And, and this is something else that I would love to challenge the listeners to do. Yeah. Is to just look at the labels. Like, look at the – and these are some of the things that just blow my mind. Like, the peanut butter, for example. Yeah. Then they have um, – is it fat-free, not fat-free peanut butter, but sugar-free peanut butter? Yeah, sugar-free. Or fat-free peanut butter. Or no, it can't be fat-free. Well, they do. The the peanut butter powder is fat-free. Yeah, so the powder. The, pow yeah. the powder is actually pretty good. Yeah. But what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that even like cottage cheese, if you take a reduced-fat cottage cheese, and if you look at the label compared to just a whole-fat cottage cheese compared to a reduced fat cottage cheese or like a skim cottage cheese, they might be taking out the fat, but they're adding sugar. Exactly. Well, that's the thing is the when you remove like so the better. fat, when you remove the fat, which is actually can be healthy when balanced correctly, all that you're left over with is the sugar that's left in the protein makeup. And so it's just, you know, and they add stuff to make it, I guess tastes be, good. Yeah. But I think a lot of is. brands, they like to use that as like a marketing absolutely. scam, which drives me freaking crazy. Absolutely. It absolutely. literally drives me crazy. But like, I think a lot of it is also like when you're starting out, people want to do a complete overhaul and they go from one extreme to the other. And that's not sustainable. Like when you go from, you know, eating a pack of cookies a day to eating like not no cookies, 
there's a psychological part that goes into it. And that's why I think that a lot of people fail is because they do this. I think a gradual, if you see point A and point B, and you make it gradual steps to get to point B instead of a complete overhaul, I think it's mm-hmm. so much better. Mm-hmm. For them to sustain that. Because mm-hmm. if you completely cut off, your body goes into this deprivation mode and mentally you're like, and so, I think that's why a lot of people yeah, fail. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I, I noticed for myself personally, and like I have a really loose diet. Yeah. I'm not strict at all. Lucky. I have a good relationship with food. Um, I also know like if I have to get ready for some important shoot or anything that I know how to reel it in. Absolutely. <laughs> but what I have found, and not all personalities are the same, but what I have found is the moment that I look at a food group that it is off limits is the moment that I crave that food right? group. It's mental. It, it it's is all mental. all mental. It is. It is. Def- absolutely. It's like, okay, no sugar. And I, you know, I don't even know, like, what my sugar intake is now. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't really crave a lot of candy. I would say if I'm eating sweets, it's probably more like, like, pastries. Yeah. You know, like, heavier sweets, like cakes and stuff. Ice cream. But the moment, if I would tell myself, like, no sugar, it is literally the moment that I'm like, I want everything sugar in the world. Give me all the M&Ms. And I think that that's just what our our minds do. And coming from a point of not having a good relationship with food and having issues with binge eating, doing that complete cutoff is so unhealthy for me Mm -hmm. mentally. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to have some sort of, like, lenience in my diet. Mm -hmm. And I make it fit. 95% of what I eat is healthy and whole. But I have to have those little things. Or the thing is, again, I over-deprive myself, and my body just revolts against me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, eat all the things. And being that I struggle with binge eating, I'm better at it than I was. I can easily go back and be like, we're going to have a whole sleeve of cookies. Like, it's hard. So with you also doing these long endurance workouts and being very strenuous, how do you, being that you're kind, you've said that you're kind of loose on what you eat and how you track and everything like that. What is that? How do you fuel for that? When you're training for these certain things, are you then more... Are you tracking or paying more attention to certain things that you're putting in your body? Mm-hmm. So before I got into like these ultra crazy distance, put my body through hell right? <laughs> events, before I did all that and like was even concerned about fueling myself like an athlete, I... Um, I competed on stage and my biggest lesson is that whenever I was competing on stage, I was, this was the one time in my life I was weighing everything. I was Mm -hmm. weighing my chicken. Everything was so regulated. Like if I wanted an apple, it was like a quarter of an apple and it had to be before 12 because I couldn't have any like sugar or carbs before 12. I did the competition 
I was like the smallest Selena's and this was after, after I had my first son, which would, would have been trip. Um, I remember, and I remember this like it happened yesterday. I walked into a Panera and I looked at the menu and it was almost like I didn't even know how to order food that I wanted. Yeah. And I went on like within 24 hours, I think I got like a couple pastries, whatever. Within 24 hours, I put on over 10 plus pounds. Isn't that insane? It I is think insane. a lot of that's water, too. Like, no, I know. I was eating. Or did you, oh. <laughs> it wasn't water, girl. I was not drinking any water. <laughs> I was eating everything. And what is funny is that, so, you know, before the competition, you're, like, all tanned. You put on, like, these fake eyelashes. Your hair's all blown out. You have, like, like layers of makeup on, right? Because you got the stage lights. You're going to walk the catwalk, the T-walk. <laughs> And I didn't know, like, I was putting on my eyelashes myself and, you know, being like this country girl from Oklahoma, like I've maybe I've done like eyelashes a couple times. I had makeup artists who would do my eyelashes for me. Somehow, I don't know how this was possible, but I used super glue <laughs> for one. I don't know if I ran out or like what happened for one of my lashes. All right. So... After the competition, all right, 24 hours, 48 hours went by. I put on, like, 15 pounds right away, like, bloated AF, okay? My my spray tan started to look a little scrubby. <laughs> I had one strip lash that was literally hanging on, and they're, like, big eyelashes. You know, you have, like, the dimmy eyelashes, and then you have, like, the cat eyelashes where it's, like, give me the eyes. These were, like, the big eyelashes. And... <laughs> I'll never forget, like, I walked into the gym, like, the competition was, like, on a Saturday or a Sunday, and I walked into the gym on a Monday or a Tuesday, like, oh, yeah, I need to do my cardio, like, got to lift, and my girlfriend looked at me, and she just said, girl, you got to go, you got to go home, you got to go home. You're looking a bit rough. You're looking rough. You need to rest, drink water. <laughs> and at that time, like, what I've realized and kind of, like, segueing from the competition to, like, being an athlete is that I would, I would become so strenuous on my diet on, like, the mm-hmm. final two weeks of, like, where it wasn't a good relationship with food. I mean, I, I, I was abusing it. Like, I wasn't eating, yeah. you know, because you become so just, like, you're going to be on stage in front of all these people. And so that's kind of when I segued over into, like, really, truly wanting to feel like an athlete. Yeah. And, like, to answer your question, it's really quite simple. I just listen to my body. Yeah. It's really, truly whatever your body wants, whatever it needs. Whenever you have the mindset that you want to fuel your body mm-hmm. like a machine. Yeah. Your, your, your mindset of, like, okay, well, if you have, um, you know, a 2021 Ferrari, are you going to go put mud in that Ferrari? No. Right? You're going to fuel it with, like, the best grade of gasoline possible. So being that you are almost, like, intuitively eating, listening to your body, how do you find that balance to be able to fuel your body while also having normal meals as far as, like, 
you want to go out and have a social life or you want to have dinner with your kids and not cook something separate. How do you find that balance of being mindful while being an athlete? A lot of it comes down to discipline. You have to be disciplined. Like if you're committed to something and, and my diet changes, like if I'm, if I'm training for something, which I'm about to start training for something, the mindset, the fuel, it changes. Okay. It's important. I think that, but at the same time, like, you have to, like, whenever it comes to, you know, I say, like, holidays or birthday parties, like, every year, we're going to have Thanksgiving. Every year, your birthday is going to come around. Your friends' birthdays are going to come around. Your kids' birthdays are going to come around. So, it's like, you can't just be like, oh, no, I'm not eating that. Yeah. Like, nobody ever, like, you can still have a slice of cake. Mm-hmm. You can still go out and be a badass athlete. Absolutely. Like, you don't have to. I think, like, the more that you restrict yourself, again, it all it all goes into, like, it all goes into the type of relationship that you have with food. And I think that that is really, really important. I, I think, think that's where you need to start is yes. analyzing that. Yes. Because a lot of people will take that and be like, oh, Thanksgiving's coming. I'll start on Monday. Right. And I feel like, and it's like after that, it's like, oh, Christmas is coming and all the the, the yummy sweets are coming. I'll start after the New Year. Yeah, I think okay. a lot of you people make that. excuses. You can have that. Just exactly. have that moderation. Absolutely. Like don't go out and eat like a whole pumpkin pie. You know? Right. I like a slice. Right. I have a slice and like extra turkey because that's like the protein. Yeah, and it fills you up faster. And so I think a lot of it is just well, again. Do you count your balance. macros? I do. I do because but it had, like are, see, I don't count my macros because I'm horrible at math. <laughs> I mean, that's just like Those that's are like what, that's why I have a, a macro tracker, ma'am, on my phone. So what do you do? Do you like type in your granola bar today I, when you were driving did. 90 well, miles an hour down the freeway? I mean, I didn't get pulled over. <laughs> but no, I think for me, because I struggle with binge eating and looking at something and just being like, fuck it, I'm going to eat it. You know, I get like that when I get stressed. I'm like, fuck, we're going to have we're going to have the cheeseburger and fries because why not? Because I'm stressed. For me, it's more of holding myself accountable when I track my macros and my calories. Um, what do you, what app do you use? Because I've never I've never tracked my yeah. Macros, so I but. like my macros plus is really good and very easy to use. It's free um, if you use just like the basic. Um, I'm also a creature of habit, so I generally, when I meal plan and I'm on track, I eat the same thing pretty much every single day. Um, when which, do you when do you prep your meals? Um, it really depends. I can't do reheated meats since I've had kids. For whatever reason, it just does. I does not agree with me. Um, but I will prep like my carbs before. Like I have, I cook a big batch of rice and I just weigh it as I use it. Um, Again, kind of loosely, but I think that it helps me personally stay on track and know what I'm eating. That's the only reason I do it, because if not, I will overeat like that. Yeah, and it's easy to do because, I, I you know, it just America and our society in general, like, exactly. we are so out of touch with yeah. what a serving. And one thing, again, with that, like peanut butter. Take a tablespoon of peanut butter is what the serving size is. Oh, it also no, has... It also has the, the weight. 
if you take what is serving by measurement and then by weight, it is drastically different. It's insane. If you, I think one serving is like 28 grams by weight. If you mm-hmm. weigh that, it doesn't equal a full tablespoon measure. So which is accurate? The weight by grams. Because if you actually weigh what you have in your tablespoon, it's probably like a serving and a half. And that's a good hundred calories extra that you don't realize you're eating. So I think when you get down to it, but also don't be super, don't also be super obsessive about it. But I think another thing is like making sure you're getting your water because I think a lot of people confuse hunger when they're actually thirsty. Yeah. So do you find that when you're training for stuff that your water intake goes up? Yeah. I actually try to shoot at least a gallon a day. And hydration is key. Like you, especially when you're training in the heat. Yeah. In a humidity environment like Virginia Beach, mm-hmm. I mean, it is so humid outside. Absolutely. And it's so, important. with that, with the hydration, what type of, um, what are your thoughts on like supplements and fueling your body that way to aid in what you're already putting in your body mm-hmm. food wise? So, I think that's another thing. I think that supplements can be, like, really, really confusing. Yeah. Because there's so much that's out there. There's, like, so many different options when it comes to, like, supplementation. Um, But, again, it comes down to, like, if you're supplementing and you're taking, like, you know, whatever supplements and you think that you're going to – you think that the supplements are going to be, like, a magic pill for you. Right. Like, there's no such thing as a magic pill. And then you're going out and you're like having all the cheeseburgers, eating all the pizza, but you're like, oh yeah, I got a good supplementation routine to go down. Like you're not like, it's not, it's not gonna, it's not a magic cure. It's not a magic cure. Like you have to go back to the whole, like eating foods that are from the earth, which Mm -hmm. is really important. And I mean, start simple with your supplements. And I have my own supplement line that's getting ready to come out. Um, this fall it's like it's in the works i've been really slow and taking my time it's called women of iron um and i like i just think we could probably do a whole we could probably talk a lot about supplements but yeah there's just so much that's out there i think having a hydration supplement is really Mm -hmm. important um having a really good protein supplement that you can take right after your training is really important. Yes. But the reason why you have protein in a liquid form is, you know, you could still eat like a chicken breast, like with the, with the way I slid or like, you know, your pea protein or whatever, like you're getting a lot more with added minerals, vitamins, and nutrients. And it's a liquid. That's why whenever they say, if you're strength training and you're going to go take in like a, you know, like a, a post-workout or protein, um, it's a liquid, like it's, dissolved and digested that much faster and quicker into your body and absorbed. I think so too. And so, I mean, you can still go out and get like the same amount of protein or whatever. Like you can eat a chicken breast and, um, a sweet potato or what have you or a carb, you know, but all of that, like your body has to go through the process of like breaking it down, chewing it. (laughs) And then it goes through the, um, small intestines and then the big intestines and then the tiny intestines. And then, you know, and then your body (laughs) absorbs it. I don't know. I don't know, like, the bio. We are not doctors. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, I I think that, I think that, you know, it's, you can do a protein shake after you work out. Um, 
I don't like unless I'm like training for a competition, like an actual physique competition. Like whenever I'm doing these crazy long challenges and stuff, it's just important that I listen to my body. I don't necessarily count. I don't ever actually count the macros ever. Yeah. I just think it's like for me and that's just me. Like it just, it just, it becomes so stressful because everything that I have going on from running a restaurant to my kids, to my athletic endeavors, like it just, it just becomes too much. Like I don't, I don't even want to pull up an app. You know how many like social media accounts that I'm in charge of? A lot. A lot. (laughs) The last thing I want to do is like be pulling up an app and like plugging in like a granola bar that I ate. Well, that's why I eat. That's why I eat pretty much the same thing every day because oh, it yeah, just so makes just it simple. Know, right. So I know I'm like, right. okay, I need this much, that much, and whatever. It just breaks it down and makes it simple for me. But it also makes it easy to add in what I want and adjust. All right, so we have some questions. Uh, from some of our viewers for you. Okay. Um, one of them is the reason you fast. Why? Honestly, the reason why I fast is because I am just so fucking busy. <laughs> that is no a time true. To eat. I mean, some people be like, well, you know, because it has like this, like, you know, process in your body and it like reboosts your metabolism. But no, I am so busy. I wake up, I have my coffee in the morning and like, from that moment, I am thinking about my kids. I am thinking about work. And I even trained fasted. Yeah. I even strength trained fasted. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't bother me. I think like, you know, I don't know. People say that like that they get dizzy or something. I, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. I don't know. I just, for me, it has to do with, and, and my typical work day starts, it can start as early as 5 a.m., 6 a.m., and then it goes till about, like, 3 p.m. is when I start kind of disconnecting a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I'm at home for the rest of the evening, and that's, like, when I have my first meal. So, honestly, it's just because I'm just so busy. I don't, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about, like, oh, I need to eat. Yeah. I, I just work. I train, and then whenever I can disconnect for a little bit, then I can enjoy my meals. And I wa- also want to say, like, my meals, whenever I break my fast... I'm not eating like a chocolate cake. I'm not eating, you know, donuts at our local bakery. I, I'm eating nutritious meals. If Absolutely. it's not something from Nutrition Solutions, I'm I'm making something that's healthy. I mean, yes, of course, I have like handfuls of M and M's every once in a while, or like I, I love sweets. I love pizza. I but love the all bulk of that. is healthy. Yeah, but the bulk of it is like healthy. Again, yeah. it just comes back to the relationship. So with that, like being healthy and trying to get in those nutrients and stuff like that. Another question is about juicing. Um, do you ever replace meals with juicing whole veggies and minimal fruits with no powders, etc.? Um, and is it just like plain juice? I think like f- bottled that you can buy or are you using a juicer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually love juicing. In fact, I went through this phase not too long ago. <laughs> juicing can just be, it can be kind of a process, but yeah. I was juicing couple times a day. I don't think I was necessarily replacing my meals with juice, but I was doing celery juice, which I loved. It's really good for the gut. Um, especially if you have celery juice for your first like quote unquote meal, which I wouldn't even consider that a A meal, meal. celery water, but it's, it's really good for you. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I don't know, like I've done like a juicing detox before. It it wasn't really for me. I didn't really, I didn't really care for it. Yeah. Um, 
But it's good. Again, I think that juicing is good. I don't think that you should be juicing like orange, like a fruit. You need to be juicing vegetables because again, if you're yeah. juicing a bunch of fruit, you're gonna have all that sugar. Yeah, it's okay. Need, I think it needs to, to be add like a veggie piece here or there. Yeah. In fact, um, I'm really with the Woman of Iron supplements. We're gonna have a greens because that's one of the things that. I really need in my life. And like, if you, if I could tell you like, I'm, it's easy for me to get protein. Yeah. Like carbohydrates are easy as well, but like fresh vegetables all the time, especially on the go. Like that's really, really important to me. And having like a really good, just like dense nutrient makeup of like a greens powder. So, yeah. All right. The next one. I have recently been able to find balance with work and workouts. I have an underactive thyroid, so I'm cautious, but also trying to crush my workouts. What's your feeling about doing too much, and do you feel that you can overtrain? Yeah, I think overtraining is huge, actually. Um, It took a long time for me to appreciate and, more importantly, respect the process of recovery and how important that was. Like I would train seven days a week. I was obsessed with it yeah. and I did. And the moment that I made myself stop and take breaks and rest and recover, I would come right back to the playing ground, like stronger. That's when I saw my most gains. Whenever I would take a break, I would step back. I would take a day off, two days off. Sometimes I would take four days off. Let your body heal. I would let my body heal. Though you probably don't listen to your watch when it tells you 56 hours of recovery. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I had a really long run the other day and I looked down at my Garmin watch and it said, Ashley, you need to sit your ass down for 56 hours. You're like, nah, bro. Yeah, no, it did. That wasn't the case. I uh, went out the next day and kept training lightly, lightly. Yeah. But it is important to listen to our bodies. So. Absolutely. Um, I just want to say thank you guys so much for joining us today on the Reborn Podcast. I am going to go into a homework segment where I'm going to give you guys some activations that I would like to see you do in the upcoming week and make sure you comment and give us some feedback on how you're doing on your homework. Um, So for this segment, the homework assignment I'm going to give you my listeners is I want you to cook yourself something healthy. Maybe it's something that you have never made for yourself before. It should be simple and it should be from the earth. And I want it to be, it should taste good. Like your diet, you shouldn't just eat chicken breast and broccoli. I can't tell you the last time I had just chicken breast and broccoli. Like put it on the grill, get creative with it. Um, Add some herbs, add some vegetables, like a melody of vegetable, like a mix. Um, If you haven't tried certain proteins like elk or... um, you know, maybe a tilapia or salmon, like just get creative. There's so much out there that can be healthy for you and you just have to explore those options. My name is Ashley Horner. This is the Reborn Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the Apple iTunes, click the link below, comment, share with your friends, and thank you so much for following again with us. Yep. Peace. Peace.